0: By now, like, are we still Shada said it. Period. Are we miss Shotta? Like, you let me know how you. The crazy part, girl. I am
1: always like, I'm about to rebrand, but I think what has continued to serve me and mm-hmm. it it has the legs to be evergreen is Shada said
0: it. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I can. I love it. Shotta said it. No, I love that. And Shada you're a cool mom. You're a catalyst, you're a copywriter. And I absolutely yeah. took this from your LinkedIn because I thought it was just super dope. <laughs> and it's a perfect way to describe you. But going back to your days as an early journalist, how do you think you have evolved from that journalism major to the woman that you are now?
1: Wow, what a question. <laughs> And honestly, it has a beautiful answer because I think that so much of my journey with journalism has manifested in my journey with life. Right. And so I think that studying words and then applying words and then, you know, working in interpersonal relationships to see if the words that you're saying is somebody picking them up, you know what I'm saying? like, is this thing on? So just studying that and watching it play out has been an incredible journey. Um, Sometimes it has not been so fun, you know what I'm saying? And other times I have been having the time of my life, you know what I'm saying? But it is a journey and it is not a linear thing. But it started
0: off at NIU and it's been great yes NIU so what what was your major specifically I know different schools have different journalism programs so how does it go at NIU? Yes so I have a
1: uh, I have a um, Bachelor of Arts. Mm-hmm. In journalism, and then there was like an emphasis in broadcast journalism, right? So okay. we had our own little news station. You know, it's just a different kind of tangent in the communications department. So we had our own little news station. We had our own little shows. Oh my God! If you dare go to YouTube, you will see them. Uh, <laughs> but they were a lot of fun. I know that you know Darius, so he was also a part yes. of that, uh, he was a part of that cohort. He was my mentor in that space. Shout out there, shout out NIU, shout out. Oh my um, gosh, shout out Kumba Links. Yes, also shout out Kumba Links. Absolutely. All those tangents of Darius, right? Right. But, um. <laughs> but yeah, it started there. And so we had our own little news show. And before we were just learning how to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of photojournalism and, you know, little um, news packages that we would include in our news show. Yeah. And then yeah. for me, it evolved to wanting to be the talent so Mm. I worked at I worked at you know just providing the packages for the show and then I like tried out to be an anchor right you know made it made it to the made it to the desk you know made it to the desk (laughs) okay made it to the desk and then actually um as an independent study got my own show Mm. So did all of that, did all of that, and really graduated like I'm going to be a reporter, you know what i'm saying yeah and and, I, and also during that time was a member of n a b j went from um social media correspondent as a as a sophomore, and wow. um by the time I graduated, I was co-president. Oh my so gosh. we were just having fun and we were just doing really cool stuff and we were doing, you know, what, what worked for us as a chapter. So we were having fun. And when I graduated, I was like, I'm going to be a reporter. Like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And then
0: I didn't get no reporter job. Okay. <laughs> so okay. you were applying to like those MMJ roles? Like I was. You. Okay.
1: okay. I was. I was. But I think that like I said, it coincides with my life. I think that I was applying to those roles and not really wanting to get them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so I was like, I don't want to leave. So I wasn't just, I just wasn't even putting good energy over them applications, girl. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of, it was a lot of like fear in that. And so, you know, I guess, I guess, what's for you is for you. You know what I'm yes. saying? And, and that manifested as so I did not get those roles. Um, what I did do was pivot into media buying. Mm,
0: okay. Tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So media buying, so all of these companies, um, when they create these ads, you know, I'm at the advertising agency now, but when they create these ads, you have to buy So to speak, stock for these ads. So you want radio slots for this. You know what I'm saying? For this radio ad, you want a commercial slot in between Wheel of Fortune and Golden Girls. You know, someone has to buy those. Right. Someone has to buy those. We literally zeros and ones in the system to to purchase those. And so I was in local investments. Okay. And so we had some uh, small clients like Chamberlain College or U.S. Cellular who really wanted to buy those ads and buy that ad space in very tiny kind of concentrated markets. Right. Okay. Ones that they had had researched in and, and, and were performing well. And so I was doing that. And then I had to listen to the ads that they were sending me. And I was like, I should, I should like, they should have let me write
0: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They should have let me write this. Like, okay, got it. But you know, it could have been sexier. They should have let, let me write this. (laughs) So After that, I was like, well, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna start writing then because, you know, my voice is always my thing. And I guess I had to learn that it can be transmuted to a written voice you know what i'm saying and 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 right. i can still get my message across so i started writing and then just started creating this social media platform where I was just sharing what I was writing and sharing what I was thinking. Um, thus, Shada said it was born, right? right. And, and um, just sharing some quotes that meant a lot to me. Just anything with words. I think my my kind of brand is like words mean things. and So I try to say what I mean and, you know, try to get other people to say what they mean um, yeah. by using words. So I started this social media presence and then I applied for the one school I don't know if you're familiar with that the one school the one school is a tangent of the one club which is a very famous and very like respected um, advertising agency out of New York okay so they started the one school which is like an online kind of crash course advertising kind of 101 situation
0: yeah
1: Led by the Chicago class was led by some amazing Burrell lights. Um, shout out Lewis Williams. Shout out Terrence Burrell. Those were our kind of Chicago mentors. And so, we learned, lights. yeah, we learned like what the advertising industry was, the ins and outs mm-hmm. of it. We did this in like three months. OK, so like wow. every. Tuesday and Thursday night, six to nine, I got my baby. Like I was really, really focused on, you know, doing this because I was super ready to transform. Yes. And so we do this and we graduate and you get like a little certificate and there was like a graduation and like, there is something wow. in the world that says I am a certifiably dope creative. So I was yes, like, oh, you okay. are,
0: you are, <laughs> this wow. Is- this is, like, really and now, cool, I think, oh, no, with, with all that, of that, now I'm actually at Burrell. Yes! So, uh, uh, through
1: all of that, now I actually work at Burrell.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. So, how is that for you entering into that space? Because I don't know if people... Well, no, they should. Burrell is really a world-renowned Black ad agency. And I think <laughs> you not only... Were you already relevant, already talented, already creative? But I think when you move into a space where this is what you're able to do, I think that's such a cool Mm -hmm. feeling. So how did that feel for you? Like, okay, I'm actually in this space where my talents are valued and I can take this thing to another level in my workplace.
1: Yes, I think coming. So the juxtaposition of me working at Burrell, being a multicultural agency, a specific, it's a black agency. You know what I'm saying? Capital right. Way. So coming from my previous agency where I was the only, you know what mm. I'm saying, being able to work at being considered at Burrell and then hired at Burrell, it felt like a hug. Oh my god! <laughs> it felt like a hug. Yeah, it felt like a hug, like you said, to have your work valued and, you know, have your insights and your point of view. And like, that's not a detriment to you. You know what I'm saying? That's that's actually your magic, you know, and that is your magic. And it feels like a hug every day. I'm reporting to black women you know what I'm saying every day um I get to see how creative black men can be and I get to see you know how we can all work in tandem Mm -hmm. to really create work that we're proud of yeah and it is a beautiful thing to see because so often it felt unattainable you know yeah
0: like it didn't really exist
1: Right. It was some sort of utopian, you know, kind of like idea. But it does. It does exist. It
0: does. So through your journey and getting to the point in your career that you are now, what do you think those what were your moments of encouragement? Like, what are some some quotes or some sayings or just some philosophies that really kept you on your way, because I think it's so easy, especially as a creative to get discouraged because it's like, okay, I see all my friends in X industry, automatically getting in they're moving up they're getting promotions they're buying cool homes and cars but it's like this way sometimes in calm, that's not our journey you know and I think that can go from journalism to media to PR to ad I think we share those similar experiences where we're not we're not coming in making six figures that's just not our story so what (laughs) kept you going along your professional route? I want to say what has
1: always kept me going is the idea of conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Since you know me, you know I'm going to talk to somebody. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to talk to somebody. And and when I talk to them, I want to have a beautiful conversation. And I want them to understand what I'm saying and vice versa. So I work at that. I work at that. I work at, you know what I'm saying, being able to have conversations conversations where and 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 we can learn things and really have a vulnerable space because some people never meet vulnerability and love you know what i'm saying some people never meet Mm -hmm. and if having a conversation with me can even just help you with that or give you some of that or lead you on your way to that that is my whole that is my whole like motive operandi for real. Wow. But as a quote that has helped me on my way um, is a writer and a poet and a mom and, and a and a beautiful black woman named Alex L. And I found Alex L. on Facebook when she's on Facebook, like I'm truly, truly um, uh, enthralled and a fan of hers. And she's a writer. And she has yes. this quote that says, be you, love you always so a-l-l-w-a-y-s and then always a-l-w-a-y-s and it's just like always reminding me be you love you always always and it's just always reminding me like every moment that I'm in and every season that I'm in I love it I love it I love it. I love this confusion right now because it gives me the opportunity to find some clarity.
0: Yes, I'm like, oh, yes, yeah. confusion.
1: Yes, <laughs> I I love this anger that I'm in right now because it gives me an opportunity to figure out, okay, well, what is it going to take for me to feel loved? You know what I'm saying? What, what do I need? What needs wow. to change? Yeah. What, what am I not getting? What is my reciprocity issues right now? Like What's going on? So... I think that with that and just applying those questions to everything, work-related, friendships, romantic relationships, and just constantly asking those questions and constantly trying to have those conversations, that keeps me going. Because I honestly want to get through this thing with no hiccups. (laughs) I want to be smooth sailing. I want us all to be having a good time. So let's just figure it out. Let's just
0: figure it out And, and, and understand that that gets messy sometimes. Yeah, it does. And it's really not always easy. And I I think sometimes that that journey and that type of intentional moving, you know, throughout the world and throughout your life. That comes with time. I know I wasn't thinking about this my senior year of college. Like I that's not where I was. And I really feel seen when you say that, Okay, this is all rooted in self-love. And I know that's so like popular right now and it it, it can come off cliche, but I think it's real because often in these spaces, like who, who's actually loving on us and pouring back into us that, that doesn't always exist in your career. Yep. Yep. That
1: it's, it's, it's so sad, but it's so true. And so all I ever try to do is when I do get the moment, I just try to be like who I need. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that's like a quote of just, you know, be who you need, but I just try to be who I need. And I just try to make um, everybody as comfortable as possible and feel that love because on the back end, then people don't mind doing nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? Not that you need them, but it's like people don't mind helping somebody who is one helping themselves and doing it very gracefully. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like people don't mind you. That's networking, honey.
0: Right. That (laughs) is networking.
1: That's networking, honey. It, it matters not what outfit you got on. <laughs> it matters not. That's networking. So fostering genuine uh connections is just really kind of my thing. And since you're saying that like it comes with time, I think for me, it's been my whole life because there is a um communication demon on my family. We don't know how to communicate. <laughs> we don't. Know how to communicate. Oh. We don't. We're so much better. We're so much, so much better. But um, we don't know how to communicate. Mm,
0: and that's a generational curse. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. I do have it to is. say what it is. And, you know, when you are
1: what they kind of call it, the indigo child of your family, when you yeah. are just kind of going against the grain. But being like, I don't want to detach myself from you all. I actually want us to evolve. Yes. So I've had to be an example. I've had to be an example of being like, hey, look, look what a conversation can do. And I have to be a a manifestation of that. Always. If I'm trying to tell somebody what to do or how to do it, you know what I'm saying? I have to show you that this works. And it does. I've always, that's all I've ever tried to do. I'm the oldest. I'm like the oldest grandchild. I'm the oldest uh, child.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, those oldest daughters! I'm yes. like, so you've already yes. raised the family. You you've yes. done it all. Exactly. You've seen it all. Oh my gosh! No, that's hard. That's definitely hard. And who do you think, like, outside of yourself, who've been the folks that have really helped you love on yourself? Ooh, that's a has it been like a professor, a mentor? An auntie, a godmother, a godfather. I think it's really been my cousin. Oh, your cousin? Okay.
1: Yeah, my cousin. My cousin. Um, you know, as a lot of folks, cousins. My cousins live in Mississippi. You know. Okay, Mississippi. Okay, right. And so, my cousin Tia. We just talked about this. How we love our space. You know, when people say safe space, you know, that's it's not a safe space for me to hear her business and go tell it. You know what I'm saying? It's a safe Mm -hmm. space where she and I can come and put things down. Okay. And we can leave them there, but we can often leave the conversation with some advice, with some plans. You know, it's just a really safe space for us. And we've been having these kinds of conversations for a really long time now. Yeah. Yeah, for a really long time. And I lived in Mississippi and then I didn't. And then I lived elsewhere. But that's always a safe space for me. Yeah. My cousin. My cousin you. yeah.
0: I love that. Cousins are, I know for me, my cousins are like my sisters. Okay. My first friends. Like, it's always a certain unmatched love and energy when I'm around my family. And... I think definitely living apart from my family now is kind of like coming to the forefront. Like, wow, this is what feeling seen and feeling like you belong will do That's Yeah. That's what it'll do. And I saw a quote on LinkedIn. um, They were talking about DEI like, okay, well, what's DEI if you don't feel like you belong. Mm. And yeah. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, that's a process. So have you ever in any of these spaces, whether it was at NIU, Mm -hmm. so academically, professionally, I know like early in the ad world, you said it was difficult to feel like you had a hug at work, like you had that Mm -hmm. warm embrace. Were there any other times where you felt like on your journey you didn't belong? Yeah,
1: (laughs) so many times, Uh, so many times. And I think it doesn't even have to be that way. So when it does feel that way, at least to me, at least to me, it feels overt (laughs) because I just want you to chill. (laughs) And in any instance, you're not chilling. It seemed like you're not chilling on purpose. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. And, you know, without. First, I want to preface this by saying that, like every situation that I've ever been in, I've given it grace and, you know, in hopes that grace is being returned back onto me. So I think I'm very confident in saying that wherever I was, I was respectful, you know what I'm saying, and did my job and what have you. So. Can't nobody come at at me on that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But I do want to say that sometimes people and places and corporations and agencies and just groups of people are trying to check a box Mm. without necessarily leaning in. Mm. And that is not going to That's not going (laughs) to work. That's not going to work. I think that so many times it's easy to be like, oh, the company wants this. The company wants this. But it's like, okay, well, what kind of creative integrity are we living and standing in? You know what I'm saying? What kind of personal integrity are we living and standing in? Because I like all those things have to be intertwined
0: for me. Right.
1: Right. And not everybody um, shares kind of that feeling. So I think it oftentimes in the ad world, it can feel um, just doing what the client wants and making sure you do what the client wants. But I think as creatives and creative agencies, we have to have some sort of integrity in the things that we create and um, in the things that we put out into the world. And so I wasn't seeing a lot of that um, previously at my previous, you know what I'm saying? Agency. And now, now we go into it with that, you know what I'm saying? Now that's, that's, that's step one, you know, what that's, that's, that's the North star, you know what I'm saying? That's how we really navigate this thing. And that feels great. It feels great. It feels great to learn in, in such a space. It feels great to mess up in such a space, it feels good to, you know, stumble in that space because knowing knowing what the North Star is, we're going to get there. Absolutely. We're going to get there. The team, the team is crazy. The, it's stacked, it's stacked <laughs> over so real. home team is going crazy right now, you know, so I know that we're going to get there. And I'm just super excited um, for the future and sharing stuff. Girl, I'm scared to share stuff these
0: days, but.
1: Oh, why? I don't, it's like it's my baby like my my baby baby you know it's mm. like it's, it's my baby it's my um I was going through a renaissance and now I'm
0: here and you know it's my baby yes renaissance yes yes and you're sensitive about your stuff okay. <laughs> no I knew I know y'all know the rest everybody was
1: i already know y'all
0: know right wow but I feel like this conversation almost took a little bit away of off my shoulders. I really appreciate that I can always feel seen when I talk to you. Like, oh, yes. we share so many first identities. Second, you've been where I currently am. Like, you've, you've gone through this journey before. You always have such, not only encouraging, but affirming words. Like, it's one thing to be like, well, go. You know, do your thing. Like, you got this. But it's like, okay, how can I also be affirmed? And that's something that you have always done for me as a friend, as a fellow professional. I just thank you so much for just authentically always being Shada because I think people don't know that type of impact that can have on others. So thank you for just being Shada first.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. That is my life goal. So I am absolutely, absolutely so proud to hear that it's translating and for you, darling, anything. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, your journey has been so incredible to watch and it has been inspiring to see when a Black woman put her mind to something. You know what I'm saying? Like... Ooh, when a black woman put her mind to something with grace and with tenacity and with just with the smart since you're smart, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, you know what you're doing. A lot of people be places that they don't know what they doing. Since you know, what you're doing. So it's it's always great to see, and and I never mind hyping somebody up, or I never mind mm. being a, a pillar of support for somebody that is, dare I say, on their grind.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love this. Now I have to save it as like my recording. Maybe I can make it like my ringtone or something.
1: <laughs> yes. I got you. I got you.
0: But thank you again. I'm excited to see what you can share. I know When things are works in progress, you know, it remains internal, but I'm excited to see what is going to be external the rest of this year, the rest of this summer. And I just can't wait to connect even more. Thank you. Thank you so much, sis. Really keep this
1: going. You're doing an amazing thing here. And I think I couldn't think of a better platform for you and a better way for people to recognize your skill and and like I said, your beauty and your grace. So you're doing amazing, sweetie. And thank you for having me.